Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Command Partners, the top full-service crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped raise over $70 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by The Gadget Flow, a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. The Gadget Flow is the ultimate buyer's guide for cool luxury gadgets and creative gifts. To learn more, visit thegadgetflow.com. Now let's get on with the show. This episode of Art of the Kickstart is sponsored by BackerKit. BackerKit makes software that crowdfunding project creators use to survey backers, organize data, and manage orders for fulfillment by automating your operations and helping you print and ship faster. Plus, if you want to create and send surveys, offer add-ons and pledge upgrades, or begin accepting pre-orders, BackerKit makes it simple. Over 2,000 projects and 4 million backers have used BackerKit including many of the projects featured on Art of the Kickstart. Ready to try BackerKit? Visit BackerKit.com and sign up today. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today, this is a very special interview for us at Art of the Kickstart. We have with us Lewis Foreman, CEO of Inventus. Lewis, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure to be with you today, Roy. All right, so this is my first in-person interview, so it'll be a little bit different and obviously a little bit higher quality uh, than the current conversations that we've had Again, very honored to have Lewis with us today. Lewis Foreman is a prolific inventor, product developer, innovation enthusiast for small business. Uh, in over 20 years, Lewis has helped create over nine successful startups and has been directly responsible for the creation of more than 20 others. In recent years, he has been called upon by Congress to share his point of view on patent reform and by USA Today for commentary on entrepreneurship. Additionally, he frequently addresses schools and universities to propel the advancement of innovation for all ages. So, Lewis, you have been doing this for a long time. Where does this entrepreneurial journey begin? Well, you know what, Roy? I, I've always been an entrepreneur. I started my first business in my fraternity room in college. I was a sophomore at the University of Illinois. I was taking Econ 101. I learned about supply and demand and realized when there's demand for a product or a service and the market's not satisfying that demand, there should be a business opportunity. So my sophomore year, I started my first business, and I've been creating companies ever since. So being that you're an expert in this entrepreneurial journey, what should be the first step if you have an idea for a new product? Well, people are coming up with ideas all the time. I, I think it's in our DNA. We're always looking to build the better mousetrap. The problem is, is that sometimes those product ideas aren't necessarily unique or there's not necessarily market demand. So the first step is to figure out what is it about your product or service that you've created that really differentiates it from everything else in the marketplace. How would someone go about identifying that target market or the potential customer for that product? You know, it's really critical to define who the perfect customer is. A lot of times entrepreneurs will ask their friends or they'll ask their parents what they think. But if their parents or their friends aren't the target market for the product, they're getting bad information. What you really want to be able to do is paint a picture of who is the perfect customer. How old are they? How much money do they make? What's their education level? 
geographically, where are they located? Because if you knew that the perfect user of your product was a male who's 24 to 30 years old, college educated, making forty to $75,000 a year and living in the Southeast, you can quantify the size of that market. And more importantly, you know exactly who to ask to determine whether or not they really want your product or service. So if mom and dad don't want to buy the product, that's okay. When a business starts up, you know, this certainly isn't a cheap endeavor. Can you give a ballpark because you've been so experienced with this, you know, what and how much money potentially should an entrepreneur earmark to get started in this journey? You know, starting a business is a huge investment and not just an investment of dollars, but also an investment of time. And you're assuming a tremendous amount of risk. Before you start this journey, you need to determine how much money you need to get to the final destination. And that final destination, obviously, is profitability. The reason why most entrepreneurs or um, half of entrepreneurs fail is they run out of capital. It's not that they didn't have a good idea. It's that they didn't have enough capital to get them to profitability. So what you've got to do is some financial modeling build a pro forma income statement to figure out how much cash is going to be required to get to profitability. And then where is that cash going to come from? And if you don't have enough to get the business off the ground, wait. Because trying to raise capital, the further you get down the line, and if you're not making money, the harder it is. So Lewis, you're an expert on, on patents. And we get this question a lot in terms of whether or not entrepreneurs should seek to secure a patent first. Do you think it's necessary to potentially have that patent before even launching your campaign or diving into a product development? Well, you know, a patent is going to be one of the most valuable assets you ever own in your life, especially if you've got a successful product. And you do want to protect the intellectual property of your idea. And and that's what a patent is there for. You don't necessarily have to file for a patent right off the bat. You can go out and validate the market first. But you've got to be really careful that you don't disclose the invention and destroy the novelty and therefore the patentability of the invention. One of the easiest ways to prevent that is to file a provisional application. It never gets examined. It never becomes a patent, but it essentially gives you one year to dip your toe in the water, to test the market and see if there's enough demand out there to justify making an investment in a full non-provisional utility application. So one of the unique ways, obviously, that we test demand is by launching crowdfunding campaigns. If you were going to you know, launch a new product through crowdfunding, how much time do you believe an inventor should be spending in terms of getting their product ready to launch? You know, crowdfunding is such a great resource to not only raise the capital that you need to get your product off the ground, but more importantly, to validate the demand. And it gives you momentum when you look to bring the product to market after the crowdfunding campaign. You know, I think the market is shifting towards using crowdfunding in new and novel ways as a way to kind of validate markets before people get into them. Lewis, what advice would you have for someone with an idea for a product who wants to develop it and launch it with crowdfunding? Well, you know, the best advice that I can offer, whether it's in crowdfunding or anything, is to surround yourself with good, honest people. Being an entrepreneur doesn't mean that you have to do it all by yourself. What you want to do is make sure that when you're ready to take this journey, that you bring along the people who have been down this path before. And in a crowdfunding 
business, you want to work with people who have proven results, who have done it before and have shown that they know what success looks like. So the reason Command Partners has partnered with Lewis and his firm at Adventus to form the industry's first ever full-service turnkey product launch agency is because of that trust and transparency that crowdfunding currently lacks. We've now been able to create a full-service product development firm with Inventus, bringing together our innovative companies with proven track records under one roof. From product research, industrial design, and digital marketing and web development, our new merger with Inventus Partners provides entrepreneurs and innovators with a one-stop shop for turning ideas into solutions. Both of our companies cater to helping entrepreneurs and startups locally and globally, where Command Partners focuses on digital marketing and bringing companies to light using crowdfunding with Adventus's expertise in product design, engineering, manufacturing, and fulfillment. We feel that this merger together really solidifies our, our place in the industry as a leader. So, Lewis, final question before we enter into the launch round. What's been your favorite project so far in crowdfunding? Well, you know, that's, uh, that's like asking which kid do you love the most. I'm really proud of the work that our team has done. Our team has invested a significant amount of time and resources to make people's dreams come true. And whether it's a product that sells a few units or a few million units, Ultimately, what we're doing is we're taking an idea and we're turning it into a product. And that requires a huge investment of time and resources and commitment. And so without answering a specific product, I think everything that we've worked on has a lot of the DNA of our our people all over it. Fair enough. All right. So this gets us into our launch round where I rapid fire a few questions at you. You good to go? All right. I'm, I'm all set. All right. So what inspired you to be an entrepreneur? I don't know anything better. I think I was born to be an entrepreneur. I think that's, that's many of our courses of action. So if you could meet any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? Well, I think the easy answer is Edison, right? The guy had this vision of integrating all of his resources. I mean, if you've ever been to his West Orange facility in New Jersey, you marvel at the fact that not only did he have all the product development and all the researching and all the prototyping resources there, but he had factories as well. He was truly a visionary when it comes to entrepreneurship and innovation. So what would be your first question for Edison? Oh boy, that's a tough one. I think I would have to ask him, you know, what does the future hold and and how do all these resources come together to, to be successful? What we've got today versus what Edison has is exponentially greater. I actually visited his library in West Orange. You know, pre-internet, he had to collect every written book, anything documented on, on science and technology. Now he would just do a quick search online to find everything that he needed. I just wonder what he would be able to accomplish today given the resources that inventors have. So what, what book is on your nightstand right now? I've got quite a few books on my nightstand right now. Hopefully not collecting dust. Some of them are collecting <laughs> dust. I don't know which one's on the top of my nightstand, but it, I'm sure it's something related to innovation. What would be your, what's the, your favorite book that you've read in the past year? Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I enjoy magazines a lot more than books. Uh, I read probably 20 magazines a month, mostly business and industry trade journals, because I want to stay abreast of everything that's happening in different industries. Because we're so diverse working in medical, working in consumer products, working in technology, 
you've got to see what trends are happening in other industries and how they may relate to what you may be working on tomorrow. And so I, I tend to digest a lot of information very quickly uh, rather than spending a lot of the time reading one book at a time. Fair enough. So in talking about the future, where do you see yourself in five years? Doing exactly what I'm doing today, surrounding myself with incredibly bright and passionate people and helping people make their dreams come true. So what does the future of crowdfunding look like? You know, I think we're in the early days of crowdfunding. I think this this movement continues to evolve and mature and become a better resource. We're already seeing big companies using crowdfunding, not necessarily to fund new products, but to validate the markets and determine where consumer demand really is. I think when you start to add some adult supervision and increase the certainty that you're actually going to get the product that you've backed, I think we're going to see explosive times in the future. Last question in the rapid fire round. What big thing do you want to accomplish in life? The big thing I want to accomplish in life is inspire people to be creative. I think we have so much latent potential in this country, in this world. People are always coming up with great ideas, but very few actually follow through with their great ideas. And so as we harness the resources that, that are available to turn ideas into products, I think the world is going to see new innovations that they can never even dream of. Awesome. Lewis, please give our audience your pitch. Tell us what you're all about and where people can go to find out more information about you. Well, we'd love for you to come visit the new website, inventuspartners.com. And you can learn all about how Inventus operates in the product development world, as well as the new resources that we've added with Command Partners to create a one-stop shop for your innovation needs. Audience, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this special episode as much as I have. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all of the show notes, the full transcript, and links to everything that we talked about today, as well as the coupon code to the Gadget Flow and a link to our new sponsor, BackerKit. Lewis, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Roy. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a better business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes and our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. If you love this episode, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors and entrepreneurs find the show and helps us get better guests on here to help build your business. If you need a more hands-on crowdfunding strategy, please feel free to request a quote on commandpartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you soon.